yeah, I've kind of just been in shock at how, you know, I'm understanding that, you know, the admin maybe isn't allowed to speak up on the issue, but, you know, the fact that now there has been two incidents in the last two weeks that have, you know, harmfully, like, have done harm to students, it's, it, it's just quite, up, quite upsetting. Welcome to Top of the Hill Weekly, a podcast from the Aquinian. I'm your host, Peter Jewett. This week, a glimpse into the events at Fredericton High School on Picture Day and Truth and Reconciliation Day. We hear from members of the Fredericton High School community about their experiences on Picture Day and Truth and Reconciliation Day and what has transpired since. It's Monday, October 25th. A disclaimer for listeners before we get started with today's episode. The clips from interviews you are about to hear are from the story, Speaking Up is Not What They Want. Students, graduates, speak out about racist patterns at FHS published on October 10th. The Aquinian reached out to FHS on October 8th for a statement from the principal, but she was unavailable. The Aquinian left her a message and did not receive a response at the time of the online story's publication. On September 18th, school picture day at Fredericton High School, 70 to 80 grade 12 students donned bandanas, gold chains, and braids in their hair for what has been described as gangsta theme. Students were seen making gang signs with their hands as well. Less than two weeks later, on September 30th, Truth and Reconciliation Day, more controversy came during the morning announcements and a student-led walkout later in the afternoon. The Aquinian's Features Editor, Rachel Smith, spoke with current Fredericton High School student, Theo Dawson. That morning on the 30th, um, you know, the bell rings, we all get to our homeroom classes, and um, uh, O Canada is played first and foremost. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, with no mention of Truth and Reconciliation Day, no mention thereafter for a couple of minutes. And so the principal comes on the intercom, basically says, Truth and Reconciliation Day, we're going to have a couple things going on throughout the school. Have a good day. Mm-hmm. Um, and there was no moment of silence, which a lot of the student body had expected as, you know, customary, given the fact that we've done it for the 215 Pamela's children. And now mm-hmm. that they're over 6,400, I mean, we figured it was going to be a no-brainer. Yeah. And not only did the two things happen, on our daily video announcements, which homeroom teachers are supposed to show, um, obviously, first and foremost, they had a minute and a half, two-minute segment on um, residential schools, followed almost immediately by a Youth for Christ advertisement. And so these three things, you know, really upset me. Um, it really made it clear to me that the school wasn't taking this seriously, um, that this wasn't going to be a day to reflect. Um, I will say my teachers are by and large pretty good people, but mm-hmm. I did see three of the same Truth and Reconciliation video that day. It was a beautiful mm-hmm. video, um, but it was three of the same. Frustrated by the day's events, Dawson decided to join the student-led walkout that was taking place later in the afternoon. 
there was a pretty sizable crowd of around 150 to 250 students if I was going to ballpark it. Mm-hmm. Um, I know, I'm in grade 12 now, so I know a lot of the kind of people who around the school who would come out in support of this thing. So a lot of informal kind of talking circles have formed, and I was going around, you know, people in grade 9, 10, uh, people in my grade, you know, everybody talking about not just, you know, the indigenous racism and uh, Truth and Reconciliation Day, but also a lot of the other racism that people of color had experienced and even some other things like uh, anti-Semitism, transphobia, mm-hmm. and homophobia, um, ableism. FHS Principal Stephanie Underhill Tomlinson came outside to address the students at the walkout. When a grade 10 indigenous student asked why she wasn't making a statement, Dawson said the principal accused the student of raising her voice. This was a, a white woman in a position of power talking to an indigenous woman who was ta- passionate about the kind of oppression that she was going through at mm-hmm. the hands of the school, and all she had to say was, you're raising your voice at me. Dawson made several posts on his personal Instagram account expressing his frustration with the situation. He received a five-day suspension the following week because his posts contained what the school's administration described as disrespectful or inappropriate language and falsehoods. I think what we're all looking for is just an acknowledgement, yeah. an apology, because right now what they're trying to do is, is push everything from Truth and Reconciliation Day completely under the rug. In the weeks since Picture Day and Truth and Reconciliation Day, FHS students and graduates have voiced their disappointment and frustrations with the entire situation. I was completely embarrassed that Mm. I graduated from that school and that these kids, the year after me, have no idea. Bex Dumonté is a graduate of Fredericton High School who is now attending Concordia University in Montreal. She says that although the grade 12 students who dressed up on picture day may have not meant to cause any damage or offend anyone, their actions were serious. You know, once you're in that, like, once you're in that environment, you're in this little bubble, you, like, it's, it's hard to get out of it, right? You're, it's like your comfort zone. For a lot of students, that's what I'm kind of thinking is happening. And so now they're being told that what they did is completely incorrect and disgusting, and mm-hmm. they're not trying to understand. They're saying, like, oh, well, someone has a different opinion than, like, what we are used to. And so they're just kind of getting so mad about it. But, like, I was trying to speak up. I Like I told you, I wrote an email, yeah. and it wasn't as effective as I thought it would be. Dumonte was not the only FHS alum to send an email to the school administration. Savannah Thomas is a recent graduate at FHS. She's now attending Renaissance College in Fredericton. She too reached out to the school, offering to talk to current students at FHS. Tuesday morning, I emailed the principal and I have done um, presentations um, just talking about racism and cultural appropriation and sharing my story in Mm -hmm. schools before. So I reached out and said that I would be willing to come into the grade 12 classrooms and do this presentation however many times it took. And she actually didn't answer, which was disappointing, but also not surprising. (laughs) 
After sending a second email and having no response, Thomas turned to other means. So I emailed four vice principals mm -hmm. and um, only one answered. Uh, he answered in one line. Mm -hmm. He said, thanks for your note. I'll pass it along to the principal. And I said, I appreciate, you know, your response. However, I don't think that will do anything as mm -hmm. I have emailed her multiple times and she has yet to reply. Um, and then yesterday evening, she replied mm -hmm. <laughs> um, and basically gave a long version of no. The impression that I'm getting and what they're giving off is that they just want to sweep things under the rug. Mm -hmm. um, and it's been made very clear in the past few weeks that speaking up is not uh, what they want. Olivia Rowinski another FHS grad and current UNB student, share similar sentiment with Thomas. It seems like people are just trying to move on from it. Mm -hmm. I think that's what it seems like. And I think that, you know, that's obviously not the way that things should be handled. Mm -hmm. But at the same time, I knew that that's probably what was going to happen. So sure. it's really, you know, a very defeated feeling. Rowinski said that growing up, she experienced microaggressions at school and felt like the educational institutions she attended weren't built for people of color like herself. Hearing from so many, you know, alumni from the school, you know, some I know graduated like five years ago, you know, yeah. starting to speak up about things that they went through. It just, right. um, it shows that it, very rooted in the school culture. Roxanne Knight, a fourth-year student at St. Thomas University, said she felt it was problematic that some people and news organizations referred to the Picture Day events as cultural appropriation. When they said that it was cultural appropriation, mm -hmm. even though when, like, when you say it, I don't see it as cultural appropriation because this doesn't reflect black culture. It's them mocking black culture. Really. Yeah. Because the whole gangster thing is a stereotype it's i like mm -hmm. to say it's a caricature knight says the fact that these events happened shows a problem in the education system and it honestly shows the lack of education really mm -hmm. um because i don't know i was talking to some people and we were just saying you know like we even discussed it in my sociology class and we we're just like there's a mm -hmm. lack of anti-black racism education mm -hmm, going mm -hmm. on in schools and that's something that's very important in, that needs to be implemented in the curriculums, in the syllabi at these schools, all over New Brunswick and even in Canada, because it's a lot of ignorance, a lot of bigotry, a lot of racism, and you need to unlearn it. And I think the best place to do that is at school. Knight said the responsibility to teach about black and other minority cultures shouldn't fall to the minority solely. I think definitely like black speakers would be good, but also I feel like at the same time it's not really black people's job to be educated on these things all the time. Mm -hmm. I think the best pe the best people to have these conversations is the non-black teachers, the white majority teachers there. Mm -hmm. You know, why does it have to be the one black teacher that's doing it? Dawson, Dumonte, Thomas, Rowinski, and Knight all emphasized the changes needed to stop racism on all levels at Fredericton High School. You know, obviously it's not easy 
fixed overnight but major steps need to be made in order to make a change in this society mm -hmm. it's possible yeah. it's not gonna be overnight but it, it takes time The principal of FHS gave a formal response to Picture Day in a CBC article published on September 21st. The link to that CBC article is in the show notes below. Special thanks to the Aquinian's features editor, Rachel Smith, for her contributions to this week's episode. You can go to theaq.net to read more on this story and for our other stories. Like and follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram to be updated when new episodes and stories come. I'm Peter Jewett. Thanks for listening to this week's episode of Top of the Hill Weekly.